Alright, so from my waste of talent, we've got, oops, another murder toaster. <laughs> oops! Okay, this, okay, so you, you've spoken to me recently mm. about, um, about Super Ted, uh, we were talking yeah. about before the podcast even, yeah. about the Super Ted opening, where it's like, is this broken toy yeah. that um that then a spotty man comes yeah. down and takes him to mother nature and mother nature gives him special powers um and it just doesn't make a great deal of sense no <laughs> what if that happens more often than you'd like what like like defunct appliances now yeah. getting picked up by spotty men <laughs> well not not necessarily spotty taken men taken to mother nature but like the magical birth story of yes. of 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 you know like oh this this incredibly complex scenario this this um what would it be like a a coincidence yeah. arose that created this magical being is like <laughs> unfortunately sometimes when we make toasters we do it wrong <laughs> and this has become a hazard but it's it's you, oh my God. So we, but not another one. So our spotty man slash Mother Nature in this, yeah. is Charles Manson. Oh God, what the hell? <laughs> or I, a Charles Manson figure? I was just thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, but yeah. we'll, we'll reveal that. I, I as well. Here's okay. So here's how, where I'm coming from. Yeah, we have two perspectives of this thing, right? Mm. We have the start of the Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. where uh, it is like, um very much like super ted mm. right um a magical being breathes life into one of into this defective toaster yeah and and suddenly it grows wings and it and it flies <laughs> around and it's got a little googly eyes and it's yeah. like jodie whittaker's voice in it is yeah, like yeah. i'm gonna try and make the world a better place and it's flapping around and it's yeah. like and it and it um she, like she sees a um uh someone trying to uh someone like littering mm. and uh, she goes and scoops up the litter and puts it in the bin and then goes and grabs the person and, and, and goes like you shouldn't be littering stop littering and they go bang <laughs> <laughs> that comes later <laughs> when we in between yeah we say it's like we, it's very adult swim this yeah in between we buy out the ad slot okay right so we have the, that whole episode of the thing and she's solving problems all around the town yeah we buy out the ad slot this is vitally important <laughs> okay I'm listening the the next episode can be something else yeah or it could be another episode of this but the ad slot is a PSA yeah. from the government talking about dangerous murder toasters that are flying around abducting people <laughs> who have who've not been recycling yeah it's like it's not even PSA from the government it's like mm. a PSA from uh, a recall notice from a company yeah, from could uh, even be both LG could, could be like uh, people have been warned, warned um, people are warning the it's like Jerry Paxman or something yeah people are being warned to uh, watch the skies uh, as a new breed of uh, seemingly metallic looking bird has been uh, has been spotted uh, carrying victims off uh, into uh, uh, to never be seen again there is there are currently six people missing and it's like six people were like saved yeah. or confronted in the um, in, in the previous episode yeah. and then <laughs> like, what the <laughs> and then it's like a recall notice from the, the, the toaster manufacturer but because it's a cartoon yeah and then in the real life 
all the photos look like the cartoon characters. Yes, but, but they are like a real like version. We've we've drawn the cartoon yes. characters from real reference. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I like this. <laughs> Funnily enough, like you said, like, and this is what um, uh, the recycling thing did uh, sort of triggered. Um, there's a there's an episode of the new Rick and Morty series that is just this almost, oh. but with like with a uh, it's a Captain Planet allegory, right? Um, where like <laughs> where R- R- Morty removes the corporate aspect to it, and she just goes on a murdering rampage. Oh, cool! <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that kind of thing. So it's like yeah, just... but it doesn't even have to be ecological. It could be mm. any like crime. We can. I think the crux here is going to be figuring out ways that a Saturday morning cartoon character would prevent, you know, would would do good, but then yeah. see real consequences in the ad break in, in between. <laughs> yeah, so we, we play it we play it innocent and nice in the in the yeah. cartoon yeah. where the, the the person who's littering, for example, learns a lesson. Yeah, yeah. And and the toaster's real nice. Yeah, and it's and like then... and it's like we have like a, a, a big guy be like, I will destroy you, toaster uh, toaster girl. And then she's like, No, you'll never beat me. I call on the power of my friends. And yeah. they all like zoom in, and there's like rainbows behind them, and they yeah. fly around this enormous guy who's like uh, who's a giant robot in 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 this like in, uh, on the horizon, smashing up buildings. Yeah, yeah. And and like they they take him down, and then when you cut back to the the ad break. <laughs> It's like um, uh, CEO Jeffrey Bezos has been murdered, but found locked in a fridge. <laughs> who's who's in the cartoon? Yeah, like... but the fridge is one of her friends. Yeah, obviously. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Locked in a fridge in the woods, and <laughs> uh, in, in a lake. Yeah, and one of those chest fridges. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> in a lake. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's the the concept is that yeah. we we basically it's not very profitable because we can't run ads in between the episodes. Yeah, exactly. But but it's just a funny bit. Yeah, like we're just like this is a funny bit. We should do it. Like, how is would, it going to make us any money? Adults Who might might take this. Yeah, they did it with with too many cooks. Mm, yeah, they might take it. That's fair. That's fair. And they did it with a lot of us. They ran well. too many cooks in supposedly an ad space. Yeah, I'm sure. So, I'm sure they put like loads of fake ads on that as well. Yeah. Like that's... <laughs> um Now here's here's where that Saturday morning thing I'm just gonna go back to uh go outside. Yeah. Was it come outside? Come outside. Come maybe, outside. Yeah. Uh what the fuck does that woman do? Like she she is she's spending She's just independently wealthy. So much money. She's landed. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. She just owns land. Yeah. She's probably, uh, frankly, to live like that, you've got to be a member of the, uh, of, uh, the, of, the of, well, of the ruling class. <laughs> and um, sorry to, who, to anyone that hurts. <laughs> but if your main form of transportation is a fucking polka dot plane... Yeah. Yeah. You're probably a member of the ruling class. I think it's from, from my memory. Yeah. Her house is not... It's not. Like, it's, just, it's a fucking bungalow. Well, it's a it's a cottage. Cottage. Yeah, in it, like it's a rural cottage, which is idyllic for people for for, for some people. Yeah. I, the thing is, I, I didn't think it was even that. I thought it was sort of in the suburbs somewhere. This no, I bungalow. Think it, I think it's on the edges of a city somewhere. Well, how does it have a runway then? Well, that's the thing. She she goes to the local uh, runway. Does she? Yeah, she goes to like the local little airport. 
and just gets in a polka dot plane. And just gets in a polka dot plane. Or maybe plane, it's a yeah. community polka dot plane. Let's imagine that. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> let's choose. Head cannon. Let's choose to just think. That's a community polka dot plane. Yeah, and it's it's something that she can just do without paying for it. Essentially, it's it's just yeah. sort of a usage thing. Yeah, yeah. Her, like... her local community is has all decided yeah. that they'll all pitch in a very small amount yeah. so that people so that for the upkeep of this polka dot plane so that they can create come outside. Of course, the, the show. The show, right? So that's how she makes her money. Her local community is funded I... by the fact that they create a product which is the show come outside because she doesn't need she doesn't just go yeah shopping yeah she makes a show about the shopping yeah, she does I, I guess yeah but I think I think I'm sort of misremembering it and the fact that she was talking to a dog quite a bit she wasn't yeah. talking to camera because now I'm thinking what I've said there is is essentially parallel to sort of if you're watching a nature documentary and go, what does David Attenborough do for a fucking living? <laughs> what, he just flies out to was... different countries and looks at birds? Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't make any fucking money, does he? You don't see David Attenborough <laughs> grafting. Well, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, she does, she, does, she does talk to camera, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's question solved. Yeah. Uh, Problem question... solved. We've achieved nothing <laughs> from having that conversation. Uh, yeah, but I had fun. Yeah, it's, 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 it was more about the journey, really, of, yeah. of coming to the conclusion it's, that... What we've done is we've come outside, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Tom. The, what? It's bloody Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for... Sunday morning television live. Oh, I didn't think television existed. With Anthony and Declan. <laughs> and Kat Dealey. Oh, yeah. She's, she's back for another day. Yeah, yeah. She, she's back for another day. Anthony and Declan. Anthony are, and Declan are new, are new people. Yeah, new people. She's replaced Ant and Deck with them for Sundays. <laughs> Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Declan. <laughs> They're slightly Scottish. They're very slightly Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> but Scottish from another dimension. <laughs> Sunday Sunday morning television entertainment. Yeah. For children. <laughs> S-M-T-V-E. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Some today. Some today. Yeah. Um, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, well, that's what we're doing about it. That's what, yeah, that's what we're doing about it. Uh, you seen any? Uh, not for a while, no. Um, but I, I was thinking about them. Yeah. The other day, and and it kind of like when I was writing the titles down, it kind of just sort of like, oh yeah, no, this is kind of what we pitch all the time. Um, <laughs> because because I was, I think my mum, me and mum were talking about Super Ted the other day. Which yeah. I don't think it was a Saturday morning cartoon, was it? It was. I only ever saw it on. I mean, I'm sure someone will will, will correct us for the running times yeah. of of these various shows, but um, I only ever saw it on a VHS. Yeah, and and Super Ted. It, it's just one of those, and like the Smurfs, the um, like 
I guess, Thundercats and stuff like that, they don't really go into any kind of depth. About, like, what 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 caused them. Yes, yeah. Like, Super Ted especially. This is just, like, because of my own sort of personal experience. Mm-hmm. Well, only, like, a recent experience I had watching the Super Ted opening titles. Yeah. Where it is just like, okay, so... We don't know what's wrong with this defective teddy bear. Yeah. But he just gets thrown away like a piece of rubbish. Like a piece of rubbish. And then from the now sky... Now JML. <laughs> and then from the sky, yeah. a spotty man. <laughs> who right. took the bear to see Mother Nature, who gave him special powers. Special powers. And there's a lot of questions I have at the end of that. That, that sentence is one that begs a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, the episode... I watched. Doesn't get into that. It is basically just a, a man from Texas wanting to blow up a railway. Yeah. And Super Ted and Spotty Man stopping him. I'm yeah. just like, you know what? I really enjoyed the innocence of not having to worry about stuff. No, I, I worried about it, Tom. Yeah. I was the sort who worried about it. Fair enough. Always did. Always will. <laughs> like, if, if, if I... There was a lot... I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. I worried endlessly I, I I thought endlessly about how the Snorks and the Smurfs were related <laughs> I mean I did that as well but it was kind of like it was just a given that the Snorks and Smirk, Smirks the Smurfs were in the same universe but never never met well yes yes and no right because it's like okay maybe there's a I, these these shows run for so ran for so long that I have no doubt that being made by the same production company, I assume, because they probably, look the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 probably maybe had a had a crossover episode at some point. But I'm pretty sure they did. But I certainly never say, saw one. Yeah. I would just I just assumed that they would because it's like you know it's the Smurfs. Oh, come along with the Snorks. Yeah. Like it's it it they they just felt the same. Yeah. Right. They just felt the same, like just a, a civilization of little, like colorful beings with round heads that kind of just generally get along with the get along with stuff and uh, and get along and, with each other and generally yeah. yeah and then sort of have an outside force that's trying to eat them or whatever. The thing is, right? You've mentioned that, and I'm just like, I'm sure, right? I'm sure they've done the Disney thing of potentially tracing over the ones that came before sure and just having the same characters but with snorks on oh yeah because they had a higher turnover as well so they yeah. like even like god I mean they, they they did so so many like um tricks didn't they mm. is, it, is it Hanna-Barbera that stuff or is, it's not is it I can't remember I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually look it up for what who, who uh, created the Smur- Smurfs and the Snorks I'm getting German vibes Getting German vibes, are you? German vibes from, uh, or like Scandinavian vibes from those animations. Uh, NBC. Hmm. Uh, it was Hanna Barbera. Oh, Hanna Barbera. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Snorks. Um, Smurfs? Don't know. Um, yeah. Let's have a look. Les Adventures de Strumpfs, mm. which is the French version. <laughs> um, are the Smurfs Hanna Barbera? Yes. Mm. So they're both Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like, I thought I see. I thought I could intuit that. Mm. Right. I I was pretty sure that I could intuit what a Hanna Barbera cartoon is. Yeah. But there's some like I always second guess myself because American like 
Saturday morning cartoons are all all so influenced by Hanna Barbera mm. that it's actually sometimes difficult to tell what is Hanna Barbera and what is like yeah. something inspired by it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get you. But like going back to Saturday morning cartoons, mm. that like I said, there is like a there is like an innocence to the. It's it's like the Kingdom Hearts of it all. It's we've talked about Kingdom Hearts multiple times on the show yeah. where it's just like we don't understand it because we're adults kids clearly get what Kingdom Hearts is mm. all about um, and again they probably couldn't it's, it's basically like um, uh, like if, if the, the whole sort of thing of if you talk if you taught a, a lion to speak yeah we wouldn't understand, you understand it. what it meant yeah it's kind of like that as in like there's there's a lot of stuff going on that I think left to a child's imagination they can fill in the blanks sure for it like that's what their imagination that's does. part it, of it isn't it yeah, yeah. I, and I, I like you can tell this from the way that they draw and the way that they write about stuff like this right yeah. where like when a child tells you a story about their favourite cartoon character or their favourite um mm. uh their, their favorite game character or whatever like you get it with like Minecraft and Roblox and all that sort of stuff mm. you get it with the the various characters that spawned out of like the Minecraft fan base right yeah. Minecraft doesn't have a story no but suddenly there was a like what was it Herobrine who was like a, a weird it was like Notches who was the, the yeah, original yeah. creator of the game um, his younger or his twin who died or something and their ghost was in was in the game yeah and so it was a a perfect a normal version of but it would happen when you were offline and stuff mm. it was just a person who was um like who looked like minecraft steve yeah except with glowing eyes <laughs> would just appear in the game and it was like it was this sort of like it was a cross between a creepy paster and a sort of like urban legend and a mm. and a and kids creepy paster yeah creepy pasta creepy pasta you can say both can you yeah oh, i never even thought about that yeah. Creepy paster. It's for copying and pasting. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what the pa- 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 paster pasta thing. Ah, is. so it, like in a way, pasta came first. Paster came first. Well, yeah, it... because of copy paster. And it's ah, copy, ah. copy paster is a is a, is a a a block of text that you save yeah. on a notepad or something. Yeah. that you can paste into a comment. So you don't have to take time writing it. Right. So um, that a good example is the what did you say about me, you little shit? I, I'll have you know I have over a hundred confirmed kills in Afghanistan and one of the, one of the U.S. Navy SEALs top snipers. Uh, like it, it's this, oh. it, it's this like comment that you see quite a lot, where it's like yeah, you can paste it into anywhere and then uh, it's just bait sh- for people to you know share this and you won't get this creepy girl exactly. at the bottom of your yeah. bed they're copy pasters yeah, yeah. Um, I get you but uh, yeah um, like Her- Herobrine did that you can see in the way that kids work that they are mm. filling in these blanks yeah and again like the shows need to get to the point fast otherwise it will lose the audience sure. that's where that comes from as well I think like with the the Super Ted example yeah they don't want to go into why the teddy is defective or who Mother Nature is, what her role is in this universe, what's where Spotty Man came from. 
what does Spotty Man do for a living? Yeah. Uh, like, they just want to get to the action. <laughs> they just want to see them stop Tex and I mean, I Skeleton think Man. You could say... Scully Bones or something like that. That You could say that there's a better way of doing that intro. Yeah. I think... If you did, if you weren't going to explain the Spotty Man yeah. and Mother Nature, consider not writing them into a linear piece of nar- narrative about Super Ted. Yeah, you know, for the intro. Yeah, be like, how are things now? Not yeah. how did Super Ted come to be as the intro to that show? Perhaps. Yeah. Um, that's what I would say to to the person writing the intro for Super Ted. I mean, the the, in, the intro kind of just sets it up because I mean, if, if you went straight into, if you just sort of set up the Concept for Super Ted. It's a Teddy who's a superhero. So he's a superhero, yeah. But then you've also got this Spotty Man who's just hanging out he's with him. Super sidekick Spotty Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he's an alien. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you, you just a bloke. You don't ask <laughs> where the Snorks came from. Yeah. You, you like because it is. Uh, <laughs> You could, you could ask you where could, they came you from. You absolutely could, and and I wouldn't begrudge anyone for doing so. Yeah, because I did right, yeah. and I do. But the thing is that if it feels self-evident, yeah. right? If something feels like it is, um, if it fits, and you can just make only small assumptions to make that work, mm. and that's great. The reason you feel weirded out by Super Ted, Spotty Man, Mother Nature, yeah, is because they are big leaps, yeah, yeah, between the things, and it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Is it's, it's a weirdly written piece of di- of, of, of kind of narrative. Mm that like actually never even needed to be there for for what it was mm. it that is someone who has taken their like who who is like but they need to know the backstory of superter it, it, it reminds me of people who um talking about their D characters yeah are convinced that you need all the backstory yeah rather than just saying like you know we were had there's this bad guy and it, he was a yeah. He was a dragon kind of guy. Hmm. So we, we pulled his tail and threw him off a cliff. Yeah. Um, it, they have to go, well, the thing is, he wasn't... His wings didn't work because no. he was, wasn't was a full dragon. He was a half dragon that had been like... And you, they, they need this backstory. And they try to condense that and it becomes a really unsatisfying story. The thing is, it also sort of doubles as a recap as well. Because I reckon the first episode might have just done that. Yeah. All that. And then... You, you've come in after watching that to yeah. the second episode and you're like, all oh, right, this happened. This is how Super Ted was created. Um, it's uh, But just watching it out of context is hilarious. Well, yeah, most people will have. Yeah, exactly. Which, because... is, which is why I'm like, I'm like, you know what? That isn't just a thing that th- that things did. That is a yeah. weird piece of narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I kind of love it that as a kid, I just got it. I didn't question any of it. I think because we watched a lot of the other thing was with not being in charge of our own TV watching habits. Mm. We watched a lot of media out of, out, out, out of context. Yeah. In fact, we weren't alive for the start of some of the media we were yeah, absorbing, yeah. right? Yeah. So like... Uh, you get trained into it when if you come into the world and your parents watch soaps mm. but additionally like think about it in terms of uh, what will have been running since before we were born like mm. or at least before we were cogent so the Marvel cartoons or mm. like um, various sort of like there, there, there are things that we will never have seen the first we couldn't possibly have seen the first episode of yeah right 
um, because we were far too young for it and then aged mm. into it. Yeah. And we just had to go, okay, that's where we are now. Yeah. Let's not worry about the, the before mm. because that's where we are now. Yeah. Let's make our own assumptions about the world around them. And again, it, it kind of works like this is... I'm not sure how Saturday morning cartoons go now, but again, with the sort of media at the time, sort of 80s, 90s, when these mm. things were there, like 80s sort of Reagan era, obviously they can't advertise... <laughs> like kids toys or yeah. whatever and and that's where like transformers came from thundercats stuff yeah. like that back then we didn't have like the serialized nature of television wasn't as popular mm. uh as it is now um where you where it is just episodic and you need to have that setup be so simple mm. um so like you said super ted is just a Ted with superpowers. Yeah. Which, I mean, it does it in the title. Yeah. Is it Superhero it's, Teddy? Yeah. Like, we, you didn't Spider-Man. Need, you didn't need that setup. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man is the same. Like, and, and again, you don't need any of that. And it's just them going on adventures. This is what their powers are. Like, what well, they can do. I, I, the thing is, though, Spider-Man, I think, because it's in the real... It's set in the real world in mm. terms of, like... They, they, it asks you to believe fewer things. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And apart from in that one where, where it's like they go into an alternate dimension and, and uh, like, are forced to play a giant game of chess, superhero chess against a bunch of... a mix of supervillains and superheroes. Yeah. Um, I, don't remember, I, I remember that one quite vividly, but not any of the context for it. Mm. Um, but, uh, like... Spider-Man, you get... In, at the start, mm. it's like spider crawling along a hand bite. Yeah, you know the intro, the actual yeah, intro yeah. for the, the Spider Man cartoons that at least went that I grew up watching. Yeah, was spider crawls along, bite, and then there's a there's, everything morphs into a thing, and then suddenly mm. he's Spider Man, and it's like okay, actually, I understand that this is a radioactive spider that has bitten that has bitten this this boy, and now he's turned into this thing, and yeah. that's very it's simple visual storytelling yeah um, uh, and, and all the rest the, the weirdest thing for me in that show was that New York existed <laughs> New York there's a New York <laughs> what um, there's a place where where buildings are that tall yeah <laughs> I just <laughs> bloody hell yeah tall enough to swing from yeah god imagine doing that in Sheffield You'd scrape the floor constantly. I mean, not only that, but you'd like you'd you'd sort of always trend downwards because we're all, we're on so many. It's like it's like trying to have a Spider Man in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. You know, you'd end you'd end up in the Bay always. <laughs> That's it's like a Team Rocket getting blasted off again, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's like Spider Man ends in the water. You bet, San Francisco Spider Man. I think you're better off in Spider-Man uh, if you want to do a Spider-Man type character in San Francisco yeah. or Sheffield indeed of having a sort of like electro boarding character where they, they start they, every adventure they start at the top of the hills the, and then skate down the funny thing is Matt we uh, we watched a film about a Spider-Man like character in San Francisco did we? called Venom oh yeah <laughs> and he ends up in the water he does end up in the, <laughs> he does of the end hill. up in the water starts, yeah. uh, starts out at the top of the hill and <laughs> we've already been proved right and sludges his way down to the bottom by a film we've forgotten about 
Um, think you, I mean Pokemon uh, Saturday morning yeah. cartoon anime yeah um, Digimon sure yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah both of those are you know the, the I mean that, that is weird because we grew up certainly in a time when anime was just starting to make its way into mm. maybe not Saturday morning I don't think, apart from a Pokemon, we didn't, a Pokemon Digimon, we didn't really see. Yeah. Anime. But I guess that is, okay, so that is essentially evidence of anime making its way into Saturday morning. This is the thing, I think anime was, obviously it kind of, again, I can't really, so I'm not really a, a sort of authority on the subject, but I remember, I remember definitely getting tons and tons of anime content just after Pokemon got popular. Like we had, um, we had Digimon, obviously. Yeah. Um, Sailor Moon was on after school. I remember, but not on the terrestrial channels. This was yeah. like this was ITV Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon was on ITV. Oh, wait, hang on, no, no. It, was, it was on Fox Kids. I'm thinking of uh, Card Captors. Right, that Card Captors Sakura was on. Yeah, it was on ITV. Yeah, I remember. And that. then there was another one as well that I've been purely. I've been googling it because I'm pretty sure it existed. Okay. Um, it was about a time bureau, and this caveman kid had a had his dad, but it was also a hammer, <laughs> and and there was a dinosaur involved. I'm sure. Um, like there are very small stirrings of familiarity, but yeah, but nothing. Nothing to nothing to the point at which I'm I, I'm still not saying you're making this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like I, it's, it's very much like any Saturday morning cartoon. If you can describe any Saturday morning cartoon and not sound like a rambling drug addict, mm. you are you've gone down the wrong path. You've described something that isn't a Saturday morning cartoon, but something that actually makes sense. What if babies were smart? It, yeah, it's Rugrats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, my favourite bit is uh, Donald Glover actually coming out with that and saying, "Oh yeah, they're, they're all after, they're all they're all named after Renaissance artists, and their dad's a rat." Like it's, it's um, Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. One thing I, I and I know this was sort of like um, to the roots of Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles is weird. Mm. Um, like I know that they, there was like a really odd version of it in comics mm. um, and then essentially when they brought it to Saturday morning and when they brought it to animation mm. uh, and specifically actually no, I, I think they did like they then ad- adapted it later in the comics to be a parody of ninja comics yeah because they were really really popular in the late 80s and early 90s yeah because you had um you know uh karate was huge yeah karate, and, and just just orientalism generally right? yeah like this kind of like we're just taking the concept of we as american or, or, or british like culture yeah. are, are essentially like ripping this this concept of ninja yeah. of 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 martial arts and we we're using it to supplant um we're using it to create mythology yeah you know that we it, it's sort of like how do you make something feel old or magical in, yeah. in, a, in a in a modern urban sprawl well it, you make it from the east yeah um and and suddenly it's old and it's mysterious and it's magical the thing is i kind of like that aesthetic 
Mm. I mean, it's something we we grew up in. It's hard yeah. not, to, not to have fondness for it. Of like grimy sort of steam vent streets with graffiti on, like yeah. the walls are dripping and stuff, and then you see this person come out and do like ninja kicks. Yeah, big kicker and and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh god, yeah, I kind of love that aesthetic, and it's it's something that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've said Iron Fist tries to do, mm. and I'm just not interested in it. <laughs> oh, because Iron Fist is rubbish. It's, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, but like that, I'm, kind lo- of... I'm looking forward to uh, Ten Rings. Yeah, because because that looks like it does that aesthetic pretty well. Yeah, in a way. Well, it's, it's not like stopping crimes in the street. Yeah, but it's got like an urban martial arts flair to it. Yeah, and there's like a it looks like a fight cage caged fight club yeah dark caged fight club yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, weirdly it's like think, an underground yeah Pokemon did that as well Pokemon bring it back around yeah, to yeah. cartoons Detective Pikachu did, did that it did that aesthetic it did to, some degree. to some yeah. degree certainly we definitely saw a, a portion of society that was like that yeah. for sure um, <laughs> in this otherwise kind of utopian yeah. world but like the, the underbelly of it had that kind of a, I was oh yeah no I did really enjoy that movie that was something that was used a lot through the 90s. I mean, yeah. we're speaking to our generation, mm. but there are generations for whom that was... that's that was They were too old for that. Yeah. There are generations to, for, for whom Saturday morning cartoons... Actually, this, this breaks into the sort of, like, mm. new He-Man stuff, right? Yeah. Um, the sort of, like... Who the question of who is that for? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it feels like it's targeting me. Yeah. Except I never watched Masters of the Universe. No. Because it was gone by the time I was old enough to it, it's, pay attention. It's for some. It's for people who are a little bit older than us. Mm. Like the people that were at the at the end of each school, like in the top school year when we went to school. It's for them. Wasn't that Dave though? Yeah, and I feel like Dave didn't watch Masters of the Universe either. Again, yeah, it's it's something that I'm pretty sure was on, maybe, or had just had just finished and they were playing reruns of it mm. when we were kids. But I never got into it. I don't uh, think I ever saw an episode. Yeah, and I, I, again, it, because it was in it was genuinely in like the early eighties. Mm. Yeah, that it was out, which means that actually, what they're targeting are people who are forty. Hmm. Yeah, I, I remember with a with a with a show that feels like it's for twenty five year olds. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? Like you've got you've got to really know. Uh, I, I, from what I'm hearing, it mm. doesn't doesn't work. Do they not? Uh, apparently, I, I've I've heard bad things about Master okay. Universe. But it's interesting. I I had this thought when you mentioned Minions earlier, because we're part of a generation that just hates minions hmm. like we can't stand it however older generation does the, the generations either side of us like them yeah it's really fucking weird because because the you you middle age like we're approaching middle age but like yeah. um not fast yeah yeah but like um middle-aged people middle-aged people who are on facebook using minion yeah. memes and like the people who were children when we were teenagers I think we were just in that perfect storm of like yeah. these are incredibly cynical that's, nothing characters that's what I was just about to say as well it's like it's clear they're clearly there as comic relief we can see just straight through it mm-hmm. um, and yeah it's it's not it's not good um, but like like I imagine 
that people would look at Pikachu mm. and think, well, they're just pandering to to it's just this obviously yeah. big eyed, cute yellow character with red cheeks. Yeah. Oh, they're not even trying to hide what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, but to us, it's one of the most iconic pictures of our generation. Yeah. Like yeah. it um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, perhaps I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna say we're we're harsh on on minions. They are terrible. Yeah. They are badly designed. Um, like I, I feel like they, or I, I should say they don't have any nuance to their design, right? Mm. It's it's they're just a little bit too identical. Yeah. To to really yellow big eyes. Well, or I don't, don't yeah or I don't make any sense. Uh, yeah. That they talk with their own language and wear overalls like Pikachu. Uh, apart from the overalls <laughs> bit, but um, have you not seen? Have you not? Have you not seen Mechanic Pikachu? <laughs> That's the sequel to yeah. Detective Pikachu. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? No, I've not seen it. No, um, but like the thing is with Despicable Me, yeah, there are jokes in that film that are genuinely funny and don't rely on minions. Yeah, like jokes in that film that honestly made me laugh cut the minions out and of the, despicable um, me and so fluffy I'm, I'm gonna it's, it's so fluffy I'm gonna die is, is one of the best re- line reads I've ever heard but there's a bit where the, the antagonist steals the pyramids and it cuts to an exter- exterior of his house and there's the pyramids in the background that have just been painted to look like sky <laughs> it's fucking hilarious like <laughs> and and Again, if you take the minions out of Despicable Me, you've got the same movie. Mm. There's there's not much different. They don't make any kind of difference. They're just there to be idiots. Yeah. And I think that's why we don't like them. Um, but somehow, somehow the generation above us find them relatable or don't understand them and just see the words pictured with the minions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, oh, Mondays, am I right? <laughs> Minion. Oh, I'm going to be so angry if I don't get my coffee this morning. Do you know what I think it might be? I think it might be people who were um, probably about... I'm going to say ten, five to ten years older than us. Hmm. When... Or even actually, you know what? Our age. Yeah. When Minions came out. Hmm. Which is, again, five six years ago seven years ago more than that yeah yeah but here's the thing it was over 10 this massive marketing push had these minions targeted at children oh you mean the film minions not no no no, despicable me yeah Yeah, all that okay right but this massive marketing push had these creatures yeah pointed squarely at their children yeah but not just their children because you might not have had children because you know I don't want to say it's only parents who fell into this trap yeah. Uh, of humour. Mm. Um, even just being an adult, having be uh, having friends who have children and who are kind of an adult who is kind of uh, dealing with the weight of the world yeah. and seeing these things ubiquitously everywhere, right? Yeah. And what are they? They are scientists, they are mechanics, they are um, uh, wearing hula skirts, they yeah. are wearing uh, funny jackets or whatever. They're, they're getting blown up. Yeah. Yeah. They are wholesome yeah. in, a, in a chaotic way. Mm. Taking that picture and putting it with a... drawing a minion who's got a booze 
right? yeah. who's got a big glass of wine <laughs> right? on a deck chair is a subversion yeah yeah it's a subversion of the original intent of the minions right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and so that what that's saying is like oh my kids like the minions for their wacky capers their wacky wholesome capers <laughs> yeah I like the min. This minion represents me. Yeah, because yeah. You know I like what? to drink a big, big bottle of wine. Big please. bottle of wine at the end of the day. Yeah. Just after a hard day's work, <clears throat> I sit down, put my feet up, have a big glass of wine. Yeah. And uh, and just think about think about nothing. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's how I see minions getting to where they are in that particular generation. Is like that that it it is perceived as this wholesome thing that has been let then that they're then subverting yeah now the thing is the right thing with, is, with the, minions yeah. right i've seen minions with a quote attached to them <clears throat> that is just completely off what what the minion is there yeah. for like i've seen minions with if if you don't like me at my worst then you don't deserve me at my best and there's just a picture of a minion <laughs> yeah um with its tongue out well i think i think that is like <laughs> the follow-on, right? Yeah. That's the follow-on from that. Is like that. That the essentially they, they just become like uh, they just become, become a ubiquitous, like relatable, like an emoji. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Fucking minion memes. Life's a pitch podcast. Decon. We're just trying to pick them apart. Memes. We're just tra- listen. We're just trying to on this deleted scene. We're just trying to understand the human condition. <laughs> All right, we're just trying to understand the world we live in slightly better via the reason of why people use minion. I've got to, I got to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere. Really, maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone and maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.